This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to All right, welcome to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash presented by STLTaxLawyer.com and broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here in Kirkwood. We are joined today, I mean, really by two titans of the St. Louis entertainment industry. Entertainment uh, industry. I never <laughs> felt like I was in the entertainment industry. And that is the voice of 1970s heartthrob Doug Vaughn That's from right. KMOV. <laughs> right. Thank you for joining us today. Of course, we have Smash with us. Smash, how you doing today? I am fine. I've never sat next to a heartthrob, so Mr. Vaughn, yeah. nice to see yeah, you. I mean, look at that hair. I know. Know. It's incredible. Yeah. Don't be intimidated by my looks. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not throbbing. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so we were chatting just a second ago. I asked if there were any stories <laughs> that, that Doug could share about any sort of media wars in the St. Louis, you know, similar to the uh, Anchorman you know, plot where you had rival, right. rival stations. I see Frank Cusimano walk by and... You guys kind of exchange scowls, it looked like. I mean, is that... No, no I don't think that's the case <laughs> at all. Is there a bit of a rivalry there? No. No, there's not. How would you describe the relationship? Uh, well, we're friends. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question, ma'am? Well, I'm not Serious taking question. questions. I'm not taking <laughs> not? questions. Okay. Can I make a statement? Uh, yeah, that? sure. Okay. Go ahead. That you might respond to. Okay. And that is, Steve Savard. Yeah. Is he as handsome in person as he is on TV? Uh, I never really noticed. Yeah, okay. No, I, I look all the time. Oh, yeah. come on. You can say if you notice. I mean, I had, he's an Adonis. I hadn't noticed that he is. He's an Adonis. I was thought he's I was the one that was considered the heartthrob. So uh, I don't, well, yeah, you're I the heartthrob. Really, There's a difference between an Adonis and a heartthrob. So yeah. maybe the rivalry is internal then uh-huh. at KMOV, no, more so than external. No maybe you rivalry. are the problem, sir. I've I've been a male model type my whole my whole career, so I'm not the least bit intimidated by others who might who might also try not. to make a living the same way. Yeah. You're so, too sexy for your shirt, my man. I believe that's the case. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So overall, overall, you would say there really aren't. It's a pretty friendly relationship among the uh, sports anchors in yeah, St. Louis. Very much so. There, there's really nothing to get upset about. Sure. Is there? Is that, never, is that why Mike Bush left sports anchoring because he was the cantankerous one? Let's put I don't. It that I, way. I don't think so. I think <laughs> I you guys know. are trying to make something where there's nothing there. Oh, okay. okay. There's no fighting going on. It's not anchor man. It's not. That's not the way it is. I would think it would be. I mean, you're competing for your livelihoods, are no. you not? Well, not not really. <laughs> no. Not really. And what did you do when they started letting women do sports? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we're not going there. Okay. Yeah. We're not going there. All right, Smash. First they let Smash. them vote, and now they're now they're doing sports. <laughs> Smash. What about yeah. you? What about the radio wars in St. Louis? You got oh, any stories? The beauty of the radio wars. Um, well, me and JC had the the best wars in the history of the wars. They ain't had nothing since then. Weren't you guys friends? Yeah, we're still friends. Okay. Uh, but uh, we worked together in D.C. He left to go to uh, Buffalo. I stayed in D.C. And then he came to St. Louis. And I talked to him all the time, maybe three, four times a month. And then one night, because I had decided to take the St. Louis gig, the KC gig, they offered me KC for like years. And I turned around, turned around, turned around. And finally, I said, okay. And so I called him and I said, because he was at KSD, he had left KC because they jacked him around. And he's over KSD and he was kicking KC's ass. And I called him. I said, Brother Mansky. Because that's my name for him, Brother Mansky. So I'm coming to compete against you. <laughs> Click. I didn't talk to the guy for six years. Went, I'm serious. Yeah. For six wow. years, it was beautiful. And we had wars. 
where we would just jack with each other on and off the air just to rile people mm. up and everything. And, and the crazy part about it was it turned into an advertising bonanza because the, the guys who were buying time on the radio, the commercial people, they're just buying in and out because the ratings were so high because they didn't know what Smash and JC were going to go at each other. Oh. And then later on comes Stephen DC. So they added that whole equation and put a whole new uh, uh, touch to the, the the spin of this war that was going on on the radio. It was magnificent era in St. Louis radio. And I ain't got nothing bad to say about nobody now, but they ain't done nothing like that since. Well, no, speaking of oh, 80s, 1980s for the most part, 80s that was the 80s and into the 90s. Yeah. Well, yep. spe speaking of D.C., all right, uh, you and I both spent time in Washington, D.C. D.C. 101. Been to a Redskins game. Yep. What are your thoughts on, do you think the, the Redskins name mascot survives? Do you think they'll change it? Do you think they should? In that day, I was on the air because it, it, it started at that point. We would need to change, you know, because we're being wrong to Native Americans and all that. And I said, let's do this. Let's change it to the Washington Warriors because the Native American, the Indian, was a warrior, you know, and that's what the Redskins should be. You warriors. can't be warriors either. Well, right, to, that's what I don't get. We used I mean, to have the San Francisco Warriors in the NBA. That's out. Used to be the Merrimack. You can't Union be warriors. War no, no warriors Marquette. The Mar Marquette used to be the Warriors, yeah. and they had to get rid of it. Did they really? I have no idea. Well, that's yeah. the point. It, it never ends. You, it never ends. They're going right. to always want to take more and more. And as someone, as an Illinois grad, University of Illinois, yeah. I was there for, you know, a lot of the hoopla over yeah. Chief Alinawick. I was there for his last dance, Alinewick, you know, yeah. the last time he I got to perform yeah. at halftime. And what's infuriating about it is I feel like it's a very small, you know, small, I don't know, group or, yeah, or that right. wants to get rid of these things where mm -hmm. most people, if you pulled people, they'd say, well, I don't really, I don't think that's that offensive or yeah. I, I prefer to keep it. But, you know, it's a small group that sort of, you know, basically terrorizes people into agreeing with them or, you know, they would have these protests on campus and things about Chief Alinawick. When most people yeah. love Chief Alinawick, they love the tradition, they love the history. It got people excited. It gave people a reason to go to games because when I was at right. Illinois, literally the football team, I think, won like three home games over the yeah. four years I yeah. was there. So people would literally go just for halftime, see Chief dance, and then leave yeah. and go to the bars afterwards because oh, really? the team was that bad. Yeah, And I think, you know, the Redskins, there's a lot of history there. Um, I, I saw an article talking about, I think it was uh, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks because mm -hmm. everyone's getting heat now. Anyone that has oh, yeah. a name that somehow, yeah. you know, could be perceived as offensive to the Native right. American community. And they talked about how, you know, Blackhawk was this great, you know, Native American warrior, and they do a lot to try to yeah. celebrate him. And, you know, you got Florida State, the Seminoles, they pay off the Seminole tribe. Huge chunks yeah. of money every year to yeah. keep them, you know, from from mm -hmm. raising a stink. That's right. And so I just think that I don't think Dan Snyder cannot change the name at this point. It seems like there's too much pressure from sponsors and other things. But I personally feel like there's a lot of history there. It's not race. It's not intended to be racist. I don't think it is racist. You know, yeah. I think the name, uh, you know, it it has roots in racism in a way. But like today, it's just that's who they are. The Washington yeah. Redskins. I mean, right. It's history. Well, so. As I understand it, the Redskins were the top warriors of the Indian tribe. If you mm -hmm. were really, if you were the guy, one of the best warriors, you wore like red paint or something on your mm -hmm. face to identify you as a high ranking member of the, of the Indian army. And so that was yeah. quite an honor to be a redskin. Yeah. And the chief Alinawick, I mean, he's a chief, right? I mean, that's a, that's an yeah. honorable yeah. distinction. Um, I think the problem with the Illinois compared to Florida state was, you know, they still have fighting Illini as their name, which is also kind of interesting. But there really was no Illini tribe that they could 
you know, get to come forward and pay off to say we're going to keep this because the Illini was just a group of Indian tribes that, you know, around the Midwest. Yeah. Um, Chief Illini was a fictional character, but still, if you watch the performances and, and all of that was very, on, you know, it was a, it was an honoring the American, you know, Native American culture and all those things, but it just doesn't matter. They're going to go for, you know, the, the, the mob left is going to go for, Anybody they can, they're probably going to go for the show after the female vote comment. We'll probably, <laughs> probably, we'll probably will. be canceled. <laughs> they they do vote. Next they'll, week. Be, yeah. they, they'll probably cancel you know, us. So Somebody's got to stand up and say, hey, wait. The answer is no. We they're, ain't changing it. Everyone's and What you going to do? We ain't changing it. What you going to They ain't going to do nothing. What are they going to well, do? Well, the sponsors. If a Nike or FedEx Nike pulls has pulled their money. Nike gear off their website. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what they're going to do? I, oh, I retract all statements. That's what the, That's <laughs> what they... Next, you're going to have animals. I mean, you can't be a cardinal. It's offensive to animals. I yep. mean, it's... it's you know, well, how about the Audubon Society? Blue Jays, Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, too. You can't uh, be a bird anymore, man. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, yeah, there's a huge aviary community <laughs> that's really hopping mad over there. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles can't be the Eagles anymore. No, out. Well, I, you've got, I mean, the way I look at it, you've got the Redskins, the Braves, Indians. Uh, the Chiefs. I mean, the Kansas mm -hmm. City Chiefs here Cleveland in Missouri Indians. could be subject. Yeah, Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland Indians. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they've, That's tried, they've gotten rid of the, uh, was it Chief Wahoo logo? Wahoo, I think it is. The red yeah. face. Yeah. They got rid of that. That's a great now, logo, man. And they try to be more, they, they call themselves the tribe. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of that, I don't know if you ever saw the Seinfeld episode, the, the Cigar Store Indian. I did Where not. Jerry's very attracted to one of Elaine's friends who's also a Native American, and he keeps finding himself kind of putting his foot in his mouth, making Native American references. <laughs> like, he says, oh, we're going to go to a date. To the, I, got, I got floor seats in the Knicks game. And she goes, oh, where'd you get him? He goes, oh, I got him from one of those uh, uh, guys on the streets that sells tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, we're going to go to dinner. And she goes, oh, oh, oh uh, um, where are we going to go? He's like, oh, I made res uh, I made the appropriate combination. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it just kind of yeah. shows you, like, you can be yeah. offended by anything. And I think as a society, like, most people just want to live their life and, like, yeah. just not deal with all this tension and drama. And right. just, I don't know. I'm just, personally, I'm just tired of it. I, I feel like we've got a pretty good country. We've got a lot of good things going. Let's, you know, most people get along pretty well. But then you have this small group that just wants to stir the pot constantly. Yeah. And it's just... Frustrating. Well, the thing about it is, it's going to keep keep getting stirred until there's nothing left to stir, or until, like you said, people stand up and say, somebody "We're tired say, of this." Hey, cut it out. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and somebody says, "Hey, Nike, if you want to pull, you go ahead and pull. We ain't going to buy Nike no more." See, well, see how that plays. And that's what you know. You're starting to see that with Twitter. I know that you know people feel like Twitter has become overly partisan, favoring the left. So there's other apps that have come out and trying to, you know, mm -hmm. if we just become so partisan, you know, it's just, I think our whole country just sort of starts to. Well, they're talking about bringing America together, but it's not about bringing together. It's about dividing the country so that it's brought together on their side. All right. These guys over here, we always need an enemy. We'll make enemies out of those guys, but we came to talk sports with Doug Vaughn over here and he's sitting so very nice. <laughs> Right over there. Oh, not... I have some very strong political opinions, but I have to keep a lot of them to myself. He does. Really? You know what's funny? My employment. Well, yeah. what's funny is Doug on Twitter. You're you always pop up on my feed liking very conservative yeah, apparently, opinions. Apparently the, whole, the whole world sees that. For I don't know why. Reason. I hear that all the well, time. Well, you could just stop liking it, but you do it. Yeah, and so I, I like it so much, I can't help myself. <laughs> But I can't I've help noticed, myself, I've but noticed. apparently I show up every time I like something. The whole world <laughs> sees that, that I like. Mod, like. I wish I could pull it out. Can't right help now, there, there were yeah. a few yesterday. So let's talk about sports. This is, this is not a sports show per se, but I mean, I'm intrigued by what's going on right now. Like last night, I turned on ESPN. They were playing the MLS group play, and it was just sort of odd. It felt like a 
Gallagher game out at, you know, wherever, yeah. out in Chesterfield because they had no fans. It was being played on basically a practice field. <laughs> um, baseball, do you think this is going to happen? Do you think baseball is going to actually play a full will. season? I think they will because there's so much money involved. Is there, though? Yeah. What, TV money? Yeah. Because I would think these owners yeah. are just going to lose a ton of money without fans in the season. Well, that's why they didn't want to play any more than 60 games. You know, they didn't want to play the pay the players right. 80 games when that's another 20 that they'll have to pay the players but not have the money coming in from the fans. Yeah. But what if the owners had just said, we're not having a season? Then would the players have been able to sue them for their salaries? Or I guess I always thought I, that could happen. I always thought that I was don't a know realistic. Probably, probably not if they said it was a major national health issue, right. right? worldwide health issue. I think they could have gotten away with that if they wanted, but there's so much money involved, especially in the playoffs, right. that they want to play something. They yeah. would have probably taken a 40-game season if they had to to get the playoffs in. Well, and I also wonder, somebody, I was on a group text with some guys, and we were talking about all these positive tests, the corona tests, but yet, I mean, I've, I've only heard of a couple of athletes that have had like serious health problems as a result of the coronavirus, mm -hmm. and I wonder at what point would they consider saying yeah even if you test positive and you're not some you know if you don't have symptoms you can go ahead and play i don't know because I, I could see where there's a you know 20 guys on a baseball roster test positive because i don't see how you can really social distance in a locker room and when you're out shagging fly balls or whatever you're doing so i just wonder I, i'm just skeptical that it'll actually happen because i feel like the, the pressure if there is to be an outbreak of positive tests will be so for whatever reason the media seems to not want it to happen they'll be so Severe criticism that they'll just have to forego the season. Well, there may be. Joey Gallo of the uh, Rangers, he tested positive the other day, but then there's a story that's come out and said he's also tested negative two or three times. Huh. Really? So, so there's a, yeah. apparently there's some talk that there's a lot of false positives. Mm -hmm. You test positive on Monday and Tuesday, you're, you test negative. Can he play again? Uh, who knows? Well, and yep. with the Cardinals, you know, this week they – canceled practice because they couldn't get the test results i thought they had like these 15 minute tests is that they have to ship them they, to Utah? yeah they ship them somewhere and then because it was fourth of july i guess they, the delivery service didn't get them back on time wouldn't you think that that every team <laughs> would have a station right there yeah right in, in cities this big exactly you right. can't test right right here somewhere exactly you and, know they ought to close down sports for this season they've closed down entertainment and Get everything ready to go for 2021. I don't, this is a shutdown year, man. That's what I'm saying. I'll tell you what's going to be the make or break is the NFL, what they do. Because, I mean, I think the NFL has been kind of floating under the radar, mm -hmm. just kind of seeing how everything else plays out. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've indicated they want fans in the seats. Las Vegas, you know, the new the new yep. team there. They want, you know, fans traveling there to be there. I, you know, if I was the NFL I would just maybe consider, hey, we're going about this business as usual. But then you run into issues like if state and local governments are telling them they can't do it, what do you do then? Yeah. Do, you, do you try to? Well, it looked for a long time like the NFL was the, the beneficiary of, of just timing. You know, they got their whole season in, and then right after the Super Bowl, it hits. Mm -hmm. And then we thought, well, surely by the time the NFL season rolls around again, this will all be over. We'll have this taken care of. Right. Now it doesn't look like that that's going to be the case. So they're going to have to make some hard decisions as well. But there again, when you talk about the kind of money that they're making in TV alone, in the NFL especially, if there's no fans, they'll, they'll still make a boatload of money off TV. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of will people continue to watch it. I think we've underestimated maybe just how important it is to see fans in the stands, to get the energy of the crowd. 
You watch a baseball game with no fans, it, it's like watching paint dry. Well, yeah. I, I don't know why right. the fans are so darn important to my <clears throat> liking the game, yeah. but boy, it sure seems to matter. Well, yeah. hockey especially, you think about the Blues playoff run last year, just the electric atmosphere that you had at all those games, both yeah. you know, home and road. Yeah. It does, I think, make a huge difference on the viewing experience. And uh, that's what I'm most looking forward to. I mean, the Blues, you know, trying to repeat here, it sounds like, you know, they're, they've got a good shot at doing it if they can stay healthy. I mean, they yeah. had a bunch of positive tests last week, but hopefully they can get it straightened out. And well, they're going to ship them up to Edmonton. Like if, if you're gonna Are you going to go? I don't think that we'd even be allowed to get in. Really? Huh? Really? They're not letting the media in, I don't believe. Well, who's going to media this thing then? Well, even the, the TV broadcast, the broadcasters will be in a studio in St. Louis. Really? I I, I, they'll let the camera guys in. Some of the yeah. cameras are now run remotely. Uh -huh. anyway. I yeah, saw the point. NBA has some reporters, in. they call it inside the bubble. There yeah. are reporters, like ESPN has reporters there yeah. reporting on what's going on there, and they get tested just like the players it, do. It and, wouldn't surprise me if they allow in the people that are broadcasting, you know, the radio crew, the TV crew, and maybe the local newspaper and Beyond that, I don't know how many more that they're going to allow. Right. And maybe maybe they will right. and just spread them out all over the empty arenas. Might be. Well, yeah. it'll but be the, the interviews we're doing now are on Zoom anyway. It's not like you go into the locker room afterward to get a bunch of interviews. Yeah, right. Up. I, I'm not sure there's much reason to be there. I've seen your uh, segments on KMOV from your very regal estate. Very looking it very is nice. An estate for sure. <laughs> yeah, estate and grounds. Well, but, if you've got an estate like Doug Vaughn, I want to. Maybe uh, have you uh, call one of our newest sponsors, Who's which that? is Kevin Wingenbach at State Farm. Oh, my uh, he's my insurance agent. If you're looking for a quote mm -hmm. on home insurance or, or more specifically auto insurance, uh, they have a lot of good promotions going on right now. Actually, Kevin called me the other day to let me know about my COVID discount. You know, they've discounted uh, auto insurance policies across the board. State Farm has. I appreciated the call. Yeah, because people are driving less, and they're they're giving uh, a little bit of oh, that money that back sense, yeah. back to their policy owners. Good point. Uh, I was happy to hear about the discount, uh, and actually told me there's going to be another rate decrease coming in September. Uh, and the average decrease is going to be nine point five percent. So if you're looking to get a car quote, a car insurance quote, please give Kevin Wingenbach State Farm a call. His number is three one four four eight seven two one zero zero. You can also visit him at socoinsurance.com. That's socoinsurance.com. Uh, to see see what all sorts of products they offer. They do, like I said, they do everything. They do home, auto, life, uh, you name it. So give Kevin a call if you are in the market. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up our media wars segment. It didn't turn into oh, the well, it didn't turn into rancorous uh, <laughs> debate. I thought we would have over your rivals among uh, other no, St. Louis sports personalities. Been a, a, there's been a few minor scuffles. Oh, I, well, I let's hear about that. I guess out at Rams Park there was a really scuffle. Yeah, who's involved? Probably in that? shouldn't. Mention that. No, let's hear, let's hear about it. Uh -huh. <laughs> Can you first name? Well, Brian, Brian McKenna initial, was involved. Initials. Brian McKenna was involved. In a, oh, McKenna? Yeah. And who was this? And, oh, okay. All right. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> where else? I know that uh, Kevin Slayton and Steve Savard got in an argument once at Rams Park, but that didn't escalate into No fists. No fists flew. No, if you're looking really for dirt. I love McKenna. I tell you what, that that is a man's man right there. <laughs> yeah, he's battled a lot here. Do you lately. personally yes, haven't had any in, in altercations? I've not had any fights. <laughs> you look no, like a pugilist, man. I've not had. Well, well Milty the medic. I do. People back down. Milty the medic <laughs> yeah. will be there, Doug. Did you last week we talked about Milty the medic? When I get in group, yeah. group brawls, uh -huh. I just sort of 
float around in the out, on the out, outside and just yeah. try to avoid getting hit. And then I usually tend to whoever does get hit and act like that makes that's... sense. I just have a, a way that I walk and the way that I hold myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. that people don't want anything to Swagger. do with this. Yep. And All so right. they back right. down. Well, you're listening to the Mark Milton Show <laughs> with the Smash special guest Doug Vaughn from KMOV. Thank you for joining us today. Please well, follow, thanks for having me. Please follow him on Twitter. What's your handle? What's your Twitter oh, handle? I don't know. I haven't Twitter. I think it's like at Doug Vaughn at nine twenty or something like that. Well, if you just put in Doug. Doug Vaughn, you'll yeah, find him. And he's at a, Doug Vaughn underscore KMLV. He's huh. a great follow, so check him out. All he right, needs to get to the Vaughn Chalet and conk out. That's right. You're uh, listening to the Mark Milton Show, uh, presented by STL Tax Lawyer, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. We'll be right back.